Welcome to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Rob Hart. Please enjoy our latest episode. So we're in the forest, right? No, actually. The party finds themselves split up. After dealing with a necromancer in the basement of the sanatorium, the party decided to send Dominic and Alfonso back to Sandpoint to get the sheriff and let him know of what they found. Meanwhile, Watara and Maniri stayed behind to watch the doctor and further explore the sanatorium. Finding a few other curious patients, the duo did not find much else of interest while they await the return of their party members, Dominic and Alfonso, who were on their way back to Sandpoint. I wanted to just let you know that it's probably about 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Alfonso and Dominic are just approaching the town of Sandpoint. I mean, you're basically like walking into town. Gotara and Maniri are still back in the sanatorium. And uh, we'll take it away with Alfonso and Dominic. What are you guys up to? So, want to get a beer? <laughs> you can see Dominic uh, scribbling on pieces of paper as he's kind of walking. And he says, no, we need to get to the garrison. Uh, oh, right, right, right. now. <laughs> do you know how many miles, uh, do I, I know how many miles it is roughly between the two destination, destinations it's like here? Probably, it's under three miles. It's like somewhere in two and a half to three, but it was nighttime. So it would have normally taken about a two hour light walk. You guys took just over three hours because of the dark. Even though you had torches, was... only seeing 40 feet in front of you kind of slows down your progress. No Boy, am I curious. Well, we have um, until midnight, so we can get at least four drinks in before we tell them. <laughs> I'd like to go to the garrison, so that's where Dominic is going to head. All right, fine. We'll go to the garrison, then we'll get drinks. I like that plan. I'm okay with that plan. Okay. <laughs> See, okay. compromise. And you said I couldn't be <clears throat> diplomatic. Okay. Walking <laughs> up to the garrison, which is a large stone building in the northern part of the city, you immediately go through the large wooden double doors for the entrance and go into the atrium of the hall, wide open. A number of guards are milling around, some talking to some of the civilians, some talking to each other. In the northern part of the garrison, the sheriff's door is wide open. And you can see that he's sitting there with a man. The man sitting with the sheriff is an older human male who turns to you when you guys walk in. A man with tired, sun-beaten, leathery skin, white bushy eyebrows, and a full beard that covers most of his face. Dressed modestly, this man appears to be out of breath and very scared. Walking up to the room, the sheriff notices you and says, Oh, good. You're here. Please come in. What did you find? Hi, I don't think we've met. Is it okay to speak in front of... My name is Dominic. And the sheriff kind of looks at you, uh, gestures to the man sitting there and says, Oh, yes, I, I'm sorry. Uh, this is Maester Grump. He's a local farmer out of the hinterlands. <laughs> Really? <laughs> and a villain from a Santa Claus movie. Is, is there also Maester Sleepy and Drowsy and Sneezy? And... See, I'm thinking it's like, the ghoul was Maester Grump the whole time. And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. Thanks for, thanks for putting it in the chat. On. Thanks for putting it in the chat. Unfortunately, I spelled it correctly. Well, I mean, he's not a dwarf. He is a human male, so. I'm legit picturing this guy in like that stop motion Rankin and Bass style. Run, um, run! Dominic will proceed to to close the door if that's possible. He's like, do you mind if I? Oh sure, go ahead. I'm I'm looking. I, I thought somewhere I had a picture of him. I might be able to show him to you guys. All right. So uh, Dominic closes the door and proceeds to. I do have a picture. Here you go. 
<laughs> yeah, he looks like how I thought he would. That's exactly That's what I pictured. Oh, God. The His mouth hat. open, everything. <laughs> Really, he just needs the straw sticking out of his mouth, and it'd be perfectly good. He looks high as a kite. Well, he okay. will disappear when they go down that rod. See, That's Maester Grump for you. He is a farmer show, in the hinterland. In his hand, he's got a giant jug with three X's on it. That's only got two X's. He can't afford the third X. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tomic at this point now tries again to uh, <laughs> mention the ghoul in the sanatorium. Uh, how the sheriff's presence is definitely needed, but at the same time, we need to make sure the bodies downstairs don't become ghouls themselves around midnight tonight, as well as we should probably check the rest of the town to make sure that no other incident occurs as the, um, there have been random hits, and I kind of show him the map with all the random X's on it. Yeah, we're, we're dumb that we are afraid that there are other victims and other attacks out there. We only know of a few, but there's a couple of X's on this map. And I have a bit of a, a map that if you want, I can show now um, if you don't mind, Nate. <laughs> sure, by all means, Dominic, the sheriff. All says. right. <laughs> um, you need to stop sharing at the moment. But what Dominic was scribbling on, because he's a giant nerd, is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He has this elaborate system of the map where there are five key points, one being the garrison, one the cathedral, one around the lumber mill, one at the rusty dragon, one at the hagfish, where if you send patrols to each of those in roughly these areas and the new shaded areas, each one equipped with a horn, if there's trouble, they can horn and signal for help and we can come. And, you know, it can be like a conga line of horns, and then we can go and figure out what's going on. This is my current plan. <laughs> the sheriff kind of takes these maps, looks at them, and uh, kind of, you see him flipping back and forth between the two of them. And he's like, uh, interesting. I mean, we normally don't have this many guards. Right now we're on loan from Magnamar, so I guess this will work while we have the guards, but once so they go back... We may not this be wouldn't be a permanent this. installation. We hope that we can, you know, kind of crush this ghoul infestation, if you will. What do you mean by infestation? <laughs> potential infestation. I misspoke. What, what potential infestation? I mean, that sounds alarming. Oh, I thought I uh, gave context to that already. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, you went over that? So, yeah, we uh, already went over that. If you go over the map and all that, so he's going to now kind of look at you and then look at Maester Grump and say, well... My men were just at the sanatorium a few days ago and reported nothing strange when they dropped off Grace. Uh, I can send four of my guards down there to go help out at the sanatorium and see if Father Xantos can spare any clergymen to go look after the patient. I think that would be great. I'm going to also stop. So for the listeners, Jesse has gone very extra on this and took <laughs> a map of Sandpoint, copied it, and then literally made shading sections <laughs> off. Two of, I'm assuming that bottom right section was actually two different sections there. I saw two horn icons. It was. <laughs> that is correct. Steve is colorblind, and I should not have made violet and blue next to each other, because no, I no, know this. <laughs> so, or as Steve it's sees okay, them Alfonso's brown and brown. not reading the map anyway. Yeah, there, there were two blue sections right next to one another, which is a little weird, but... Who am I to judge? Anyways, it was <laughs> it was very impressive. 
Jesse, um, how's your home life going? <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I did this about 10 minutes before we started. <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff continues and says, now, unfortunately, we have some more disturbing news. Mr. Grump here was just telling me about some strange things that have been happening out in the farmlands in the hinterland. Normally, I would be hesitant to believe his claims, but after recent events and what you just told me about this map out there, I think it would be best if you follow up on them. Sort of thing sounds exactly what you have been dealing with. Uh, Maester, why don't you tell them what you told me? And now the old man turns his gaze, Dominic and Alfonso, and then kind of looks at the sheriff and kind of says, um, uh, yes, uh, for a few days now, strange things have been happening south of Ashen Rod. I got here as fast as I could. It was horrible. It started out as screams in the night from neighboring farms. First it was Hambleys, then the Johnsons, the Mateos, all around us. It was always so quiet out there, besides the occasional wolf or goblin. But nothing, nothing like this. Hearing the screams in the middle of the night is just unsettling. A couple of times my son and I would go look for what was causing these issues. Not really knowing what we were looking for, we would see glimpses of people being chased through the fields. When we tried to follow them, nothing would ever be found at night. So in the morning when we went back to look, all we found were areas that looked like an attack. But there were no bodies. We'd go to the neighbor's farmhouses to check on them, and no one would be there. They would be empty. Everything. No people. No animals. Nothing. Like they just disappeared. Was there any foul-smelling odors? I'm sure it's fine. Go back home and just relax. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. I didn't notice at the time, but after talking to some of the other neighbors, we kind of figured out that most of the occurrences were happening in and around the Hambly farm. And no one had heard from them. Just ain't been right there for a few days now. So we gathered a bunch of the men to go down there and investigate. This was last a little older, so I let my, my son go. And the other men go first, and I held the torch for them. Started to go towards the farm, towards the farmhouse, and we became very unnerved. There was moaning and growling noises all throughout the fields. And then out of nowhere, we were attacked. I looked like walking scarecrows. They looked like corpses, but they moved. They attacked. They killed everyone. They killed my boy. Then they even started to even ate the dog. I, I dropped the torch, and I ran for my life. And I ran all the way to Sandpoint here to the sheriff. Question. It's at this point that Wait. Mr. Grump starts crying into his hands and the sheriff kind of speaks up and says, my guards picked up Grump running into town this morning and screaming about walking scarecrows and how they were all dead. They quickly brought him here to me. And as I said, these all seemed like wild and crazy claims from an old man. But given recent events, I'd like you to go check out this farm. Uh, sheriff, this man been checked for bite marks. Uh, to my knowledge, he is not. Mr. Grump, uh, have you been... Bitten. He's kind of, you know, sobbing into his hands. He goes, no, I I ran away. Sense motive, just in case. Mm. <laughs> that is a 24. 24. He seems to be telling the truth. I kind of pat him on the shoulder and said, sorry for your loss. Yeah. But we we'll will, get to the bottom of this. We will avenge your son. I whisper over to the sheriff out of earshot of the of Maester Grump. You should really keep an eye on him. If he starts getting sick, uh, maybe you see the priest, but otherwise he's going to become a ghoul. You know? A ghoul? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened to the crazy person. He got bit, and he was half ghoul, so 
you know, we need to check the bodies downstairs for that as well, by the way. Yeah. At the very least, we should subdue them, like tie them up regardless. Yeah. Bodies need to be guarded in case they rise again and become scarecrows, I guess. But I do. I, I, at this point, I do mention the necromancer because I don't think we've mentioned him yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there is definitely a necromancer there. But don't worry. Raising raising the dead, unfortunately, seems to be a major Mm. cause at play here. Do you tell them all about them, like everything you know? Yeah. Uh, Everything we know and the fact that we killed them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of looks at it and he says, you said his name was Kaisarlu? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard that name before. I have a spell book as well, if uh, anybody may know. He's a runaway from the Zarni gang. Can I roll a knowledge logo on that? Sure. The Zarnies, I thought they were killed after the revolution. Can I also do a separate, can I, do I know this, remember this check? Sure. Uh, that'll be a, an 18 knowledge local. Okay. And what did you get, Dominic? 20 total. 20. Uh, between the two of you, you <laughs> would know that the Zarni, you've been kind of foe chasing for a while. The Zarni were the uh, name of the gang that you think Titus Scarnetti has ties to, the mob, essentially. We, we've been swapping back and forth, and we're like, Zarni, Scarnetti, oh, shit. Yeah, uh, Zarni are the, the what you guys have been calling the mob. I mean, they essentially are, but they're you know, the local, well, not local, but they're the Varesian mob. Well, that's that tracks. That, that's actually yeah. on brand for what our investigation. And the sheriff kind of continues and says, I heard he ran away from Magnamar years ago, and people have been looking for him. And I've had posters up here a while ago. I don't know if I still have them up. And he kind of glances over the wall. No, it doesn't seem they're still up, but I remember that name. And I remember being a young deputy thinking I could take him down, but we never heard of him or saw from him. No need for them now. Is there still a bounty? Uh, If there is, I'd have to look around for paperwork. Good question. That's a fine looking question right there. (laughs) I mean, when when you get a chance, we definitely like to collect on, on that. He was kind of a dick. I could take a look and see what I can find, but I do have slightly more pressing matters at hand. Oh, don't don't worry. We we still got ghouls to take care of, so we'll, we'll be around for a while. If you would like to go check the bodies, they're still down in the basement. Uh, you should. Well, that won't be a problem until midnight, but we should definitely post a guard or two. We should definitely tie them up and look for bite marks while we can, though. Uh, I mentioned to the sheriff uh, as soon as you can send the clerics and the guards. Uh, to the sanatorium, that would be great so our party can be here. Maester Grump, do you think that we could kind of explore things mid-morning tomorrow? I only ask so we can have the rest of our party with us. Going for Does this require more pressing attention? And he kind of looks and he goes, I, I, I don't know. They were, there were so many of them. I, I ran out of there. I mean, I, sheriff, I don't know thoughts? if it's safe to go back to my farm. And the sheriff oh, says, oh, it would be better to go back in morning when there's light out. Probably be worth going to investigate now. It's going to take a couple hours to get out there. You could be there right before first light. Okay. I mentioned to Maester Grump to go to the Rusty Dragon, go to Amika Car Insurance and mention our name and uh, you'll get 10% off <laughs> and maybe a free meal. <laughs> I don't think that's something we can promise, but okay. <laughs> you guys give out discount business cards tell, tell, tell them yeah exactly tell them I'll pay the difference also put your business card in and win a free sub <laughs> made by Biblin <laughs> now 
I turned to head. I I turned to Alfonso at this point and said, "I have kind of a stupid idea. I'd like to run by you." Oh, my favorite kind of idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, we have the scroll of Whispering Wind, which can travel more miles than it needs to from here to the sanatorium. What do you think the likelihood is, since we only have about 25 words we can transport, that we can get a message to the other group and have them meet us in the same location and actually have that work? Um, I'd like to roll Knowledge Local on uh, this farm area. Like, is this something that people who's been there for a while would just kind of know the farm area off the top of their head? You would know where the farm area is. Where the individual farm is, maybe not so much. I mean... The maester could tell you which farm it was, but you got it. Because I know Maniri's been local for a while. Uh, Gotara has not, so she wouldn't necessarily know the area that well. I'm wondering if we send it to Maniri. I mean, yeah, it could just be like, hey, meet us at the farms in the north or whatever. And, you know, meet us there. You know, I think we found the base of operations for the ghouls. And she would know roughly where to go. Actually, I don't know. Karen, do you have like a knowledge local or something? I have no knowledge. Oh, <laughs> at all. <laughs> terrible. So, let me see if this works here. I'm going to try to share my screen for a second. Uh, can you use... What are you guys looking at? You looking at, looking at Google. You looking at this map? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are up here in Sandpoint, if you can see my cursor. Mm-hmm. Sanatorium is down here. Yeah. uh this whole farmland. See this farmland? Uh, Hambly's farm is down. Oh, we'd have oh, so- to go anyway to pick them up. Well, not necessarily, because if you look, you know, the quickest way is actually to go around uh, the, what is it? The Ashen Rise. 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 The Ashen Rise, yeah. So. Ashen Rise, yeah. So it would actually be quickest to go. Though I suppose it could take a little longer and go by the sanatorium and pick them up. You that could tell us sure. to get to the end of the Ashen Rise and just wait for you by the river. Yeah, meet, meet us. Uh, Are we sure we want to go charging in? I mean, we did just have a fight earlier, and none of us have any of our new stuff. Actually, that's a good point. I'm not sure, metagaming wise, if we know that. Well, well no, I mean, but what I'm thinking is we would be, you know, a little tired after fighting the Necromancer. I'm a little tapped on spells as it is. And yeah, I, I think this would be a, a morning thing. You know, we did just do a battle and then a three-mile march in the dark. I think it's, we'll go in the morning. We can send them a message to meet us at the end of Ash and Rise to go to the farmlands. I'm fine with that, but maybe we get up earlier than usual. Well, if, we go to, it's if we go to bed like now, 10 o'clock like now, 9, so 10 o'clock. you yeah. need eight hours rest to get your spells and stuff back. So uh, six so. in the morning, I'm fine with heading out around then. Let's call it seven. Okay. Get a so party sun, country sunlight, breakfast. I guess. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a sec, though. Just just so I'm clear here. So the plan is what for Maniri and I to crash where we are and then meet you guys in this other location. We don't know anything. Well, no, I'm asking. We're just. What their... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping you will soon. <laughs> yes, we're hoping to send you a message. If yeah. you're sending us that the message, you might want to stipulate that. Otherwise, we're going to start walking back. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I, uh, I'm going to craft a, a message. The best yeah, I can. so I think the message would be something along the lines of guards coming your way, should be there in three hours, uh, get some rest, meet us at the end of Ashen, whatever, 
the ashen rise by the river uh, in the morning. We're going to go to the farmlands. You know, I, I think that would be within the message line. Uh, okay, let me see. So I have guards coming to relieve, rest tonight, meet at sunup by south of Ashen... What is it? Ashen what? Rise. Ashen Rise. You can say on the long coast road. Like, that's the name of that big road. Let's see how many words that is. Hold on. Hmm. Uh, That is 16 words. Okay, yeah. So we definitely... uh, South of Ashen Rise on what was the road? Long coast road. Um, I'm going to add an LOL in there at the end. And... uh, you can do, you I, I can would do sounds s- too, so maybe just a fart sound. Well, so we'll be up at six, and or what is it like an hour out of town? So meet there for seven ish. What the Ashen Rise? Yeah, That's farther than the sanatorium. Um, well, if you guys went in a quick pace, you could probably be there in a little over an hour. I mean, it is only like two and a half miles away. Yeah, I assume but- your walking pace is not a quick walking pace; it's like a stroll. So yeah, we'll give that time. And then we'll go south down around the Ashen Rise into it. I mean, or we could just tell them to meet us like on the other side of the Ashen Rise and that whatever that dark circle was, you know, like an hour or two after that. I like the idea of having a road as a bearing. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? Yeah. I'm asking Alfonso. So it, it, guards coming to relieve, rest tonight, meet at sunup by the south of oh, the Ashen Rise. Five in the morning, I think we should say. Oh, okay. Seven. Yeah, seven eight, you know, in the morning. Let's call it eight if we're if we're leaving around seven ish. Well, we're up at six. Do our prayers, get our breakfast, be on the road by seven. There for eight, you know. You guys are currently standing in the office with the sheriff. Are you guys discussing this? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're kind of doing an aside. I mentioned that at the beginning. Okay, no, I just want to. You guys are still standing in the office, though. Yeah, Yeah. we're 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 trying to plan this out because he's going to send guards. And then uh, to relieve them. And so, hey, expect the guards in X amount of hours. And then obviously, he needs to put some guards on the bodies. And then we need to get rest because we need to go investigate ghouls uh, in the morning. So, you know, uh, let's uh, let's divide and conquer. And I think the, uh, the guards can handle one tied down ghoul if one appears in the basement. Uh, so do we need anything else? Uh, guards coming to relieve, rest tonight... Um, meet at eight by the south of the Ashen Rise. I'll do eight in morning. Yeah, it sounds good. Rest to see how many we we're at now. We're at twenty-one words. Rest tonight at Sanatorium. So there's no confusion here. <laughs> how many? Uh, how many words so. do we get? Twenty-five. Okay. We're at twenty-five we, right now. Jesse, can we reply to this or? No, you cannot. Ah. <laughs> This is a more of an FYI. I mean, you can. You just don't know if he's going to get it or not. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> All right, so now I have exactly 25. Guards and cleric, uh, clerics coming to relieve. Rest tonight at sanatorium. Meet at 8 in the morning by the south of Ashen of the Ashen Rise Long Coast Road. Uh, I say, excuse me one moment as I step outside and going to use the scroll of Whispering Wind since is I know whispering... the location of where it's going. <laughs> Is Whispering Wind on the Bard spell list? It is. Bard okay. level two, baby. Yeah, and no it problem. is one mile per level. And hopefully it reaches them. I have no idea if this will work. So we'll see. Oh, we should have five miles. Uh, well, no, it's not. It's the scrolls level, not the caster's level. Shit. I'm going to hand wave it because I think it's funny, but technically it'd only go two miles. Uh, well, damn. Well, <laughs> 
Is it two miles as the crow flies? So if it's a straight line, that might actually be two. Yeah, miles. it's fine. That's why I said it's. I'm, I'm gonna let it fly. It's probably fine. <laughs> right. I think it's hilarious. Uh, do it. Do I need to roll a spellcraft or anything for that? No, not if it's on your spell list. Then you can just yeah, do it. Okay, then it. Then I just do it. So I release it, and in twenty minutes, or if they're three miles away, thirty minutes, it'll get. You right. can cast level two spells, right? I certainly can, okay. as of this level. All right, let's go get some uh, some sleep. I tell the sheriff what our plan is, and when we yeah. depart. Well, actually, before we depart, I'm going downstairs. Fair enough. Check check for the room's biting marks. Yeah, and to try and tie them up. Um, I, I I bring over a guard and it's like bring bring some rope and we're gonna tie up the dead bodies. It's a long story, the sheriff. Tell sure. You. So uh, he follows you down and you know he ties up the dead bodies. He doesn't kind of looks at you questioningly, but he trusts you. You guys are the heroes of Sandpoint. I'm the captain <laughs> of the guard, bitch. <laughs> we just I just look at him knowingly, undead. So you guys are going to sleep. Yep. At the Rusty Dragon? Sure. Yep. Oh. In our in our keep. Or yeah. or you have our room. That's what I'm calling your... the, the keep. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh now we float back. What are Gotara and Maniri doing? We're back around um probably 10, 10 30. You receive this message. Right? Fuck, I never said it was us. <laughs> <laughs> who wait, who receives the message? Sent it to you. Every everybody can hear it. Everyone can hear it? Everybody in the building? Uh that's what it says. Oh great. Um, we're in a ten, we're in, a ten foot a ten foot radius spread. So wait a minute. We're in an asylum and suddenly a weird voice comes out of the ether. Well wait, so if it's yep. a ten foot spread, you have to pinpoint the exact location they're in. So if they're moving around the sanatorium, they could miss it. They could. Oh my god. So where did you put it? I put it in um the lobby. He only knows uh, about two places. I can't I can't visualize where it is, but that that back of the lobby, yeah. The room where we fought the the soon to be ghoul. Mm, uh, well, yeah, but no, uh, the room uh, south of that, there, like I, that, leads to the other part of the sanatorium. But you can't just right. send it to a person. No. Okay. Well, I'm gonna hand wave it and say that you guys are in that room. So uh, <laughs> now, hearing this message, well, because we did want to go back downstairs. We did to yeah talk to um, Professor Coral. And ask well, about he's in the basement. Yes, yeah. no, I know, but we have to go through that area. So it's there's a possibility that we could have actually been Yeah, let's say the exact moment you were walking downstairs. Oh, hold on, what's that? You want us to roll a percentile? Yeah. <laughs> oh god, people ah! <laughs> I'm gonna give That's this one to you. I'm right, still gonna so, up the natives. So what Jesse, what did you say? Say it one more time. Definitely scares the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah. Guards and clerics. It's in Dominic's voice. Okay. So guards and clerics coming to relieve. Rest tonight at sanatorium. Meet at eight in the morning by the south of the Ashen Rise on Long Crest Road. Oh, yeah, sorry, so, Long Coast Road. <laughs> Nate, what would I need to roll in order to, f- to see if I know what he's referring to? Yeah, I don't know if I can roll anything. Can I? I do have knowledge local. What do you mean to know what those locations are? Yeah. Uh, Maniri would know what they, they are without rolling. That she's heard. Oh, okay. Like okay. prominent land points or land markers in the area. So I did at and one you point have would, knowledge local, but then you like probably would know of them, Rob. Just being traveling around there, you probably okay. heard of them. All right. You may not know like oh the Ashen Rise. I know it's exactly this way. You're probably like oh I, I've heard of it. Yeah. Like just seems like this plan kind of hinges on us being somewhere that Maniri and I may not know about. Right. 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 
Well, I think we'd assume Miniri would know because she is more or less a local. That was our theory. That's the hope. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's go ask our questions. I, I, I'm assuming that's Dominic, right? Is that... You heard his voice. Yeah, yeah it, it sounds like him, but I'm a little concerned. These guards don't know about the our friend upstairs with the snout and the claws and the. <laughs> no, we're probably going to have to wait until they arrive. I, well, we, we would have had to be up and at it anyway to make sure that they get our friend downstairs out the door without. It's going to be three hours, so I, I kind of figured. Gotara definitely needs to rest. Well, that's what I was just going to say, is that Miniri suggests that we, um, I agree with you, Steve, uh, I suggest that we go down and ask the questions of our friend before mm -hmm. the guards get here. You need to rest because you need to pray. And Miniri will stay up until the guards arrive. Give them, a, keep them abreast of the situation and then go to bed. Abreast. Uh, Ah. Okay, let's make sure we get the um the patient squared away first, and then we'll worry about me sleeping. Yes, that's what I mean. Yep. Okay. You All guys right. are also closer to the Ashen than we are, so you'll need less sleep. So right. By the way, there there are provisions in this place, right? Yeah, I can't say they're the greatest of food, but you did find. Yeah, but we're not gonna like be hungry in the morning. <laughs> well, I have rations. I don't like you what you them. find, but there are. Well, so do I, but Ooh. I'd rather not burn the rations until we need them. Meanwhile, not gonna perish. Meanwhile, Dono and Alfonso have roast duck. Right. Um, oh, so let's me. go down and talk to let's go down and talk to Professor Coral real quick. Find out about our patient upstairs. I have a couple of quick questions for him. Sure. So you go downstairs and talk to Aaron Habe, the doctor. Yes. AKA okay, Professor Coral. <laughs> you don't pick a token like that if you don't want that I know to become it. his new name. I didn't pick the token. That's what they were, what he looks like in the book. He's talking about <laughs> the book creators. <laughs> they know what they did. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Arab Habe. Aaron Habe. Aaron Habe. I'm not, I'm not writing it down. It's still Professor Quarrel to me. I know. I'm just. Yeah. You I'm might have to it. remind me who Professor Quarrel is later. <laughs> yeah, in the book. I know. Hey, professor, we, we need a word. What? Oh, oh. where's Voldemort? Yeah. <laughs> uh, back of my head really hurt. No, <laughs> we we have some I questions. Don't, I don't for read you. those books. I know. It's okay. We still love you. <laughs> Children's um, books. Tolerate a strong word. <laughs> we have some questions uh, for you. Aaron. I told you everything I know. No. Oh, I can think of one thing you may have left out. Uh, can you discuss? with us, the safety, whether we are safe in this sanatorium with the gentleman upstairs who has claws and a snout and is hairy. I mean, I'm hairy too, but not Poor like Larry that. To that. What's the actual fuck do you have up there? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I, I assume you're referring to Pidget. I? So Pidget is afflicted by Two exclusive afflictions. One being he cannot control his bloodlust and rage upon seeing a sharpened blade. I don't know what caused this malady, but any sort of sharpened a scalpel, a sword, a dagger, anything, and he goes into an uncontrollable fit. I've yet to figure out a cure for him. As well as 
his other malady, which I'm sure you are referring, is lycanthropy. Definitely seems to be bearing the lead on that one. Any, any particular kind of lycanthropy? He looked to me like a wolf, but I may be mistaken. Uh, he's more rat than... Knew it! Splinter! Called oh, it! Okay, so... Unfortunately, man. I kind of inherited him as a patient when I built the sanatorium. I do not know how he became of these conditions. I was only given to... I was only given him by the guards in Magnamar. They caught him trying to steal. Uh, he's more animal than human now, and he chooses to stay in that hybrid form for more, more of his time than his regular human form. He once was a human. I did get him to talk a few times. Never anything of note. Just he would answer questions. How is he doing? How was the day? But as the years go on, I got busy with other work, distracted, and probably my fault, I left him alone in there. He was always cared for and fed, but probably didn't give him the proper treatment he should have. Mostly cheese, really. Okay, so at this point, you're just keeping him alive. Then. I'm keeping him out of danger to society. Has he ever gotten out? No. There are too many doors, too many locks in this place. Even if he were to get out of his door, he'd still have to use a different key to get down the stairwell and then another key to get to the next stairwell and another key to get out that door and another key to get out the front. Does this Pidget have everything he needs for tonight? Or do you need to go visit him? Uh, my orderlies checked on the patients before you came in. I think they should be all set for the night. I mean, I would like to sleep in my own bed. Well, there are a contingent of guards coming that'll be deciding on that as soon as they get here. But besides that, the other two patients, uh, do they have everything they need as well? Again, my orderlies went around and made the rounds before you got here. I assume they're all set as long as they did their job. And then I'm going to roll a, like a sense motive of how, before I do this, of like how truthful he's being about everything. If he is actually remorseful that he isn't treating Pidget the or after thinking about it, isn't treating Pidget the way that he should, sure. the way that he would like to. Uh, an eighteen. Uh, you're not quite sure, but it does seem like it. I mean, it, it seems like he, he was actually distracted by other work and feels like he probably could have done more for him but didn't know what to do with the time and just kind of let it go um so without uh talking to gotara about this <laughs> maniri is just gonna say aaron we will allow you to stay in your room until the guards come as long as you answer the next few questions i have truthfully honestly and completely with all information. Don't leave anything out. The I've told you everything. You have notes in your room about slowing down Grace's affliction. How did you know to do that? Oh, well, I just gave him all these medicinal herbs and tonics that I create, you know, patent pending. And it that. seemed to slow down everything. Is he the first ghoul? or man with ghoul fever you've treated? He's the first one I've treated by myself. I did see some back in Absalom years ago when I was just training. So your friend downstairs didn't provide you with ghouls to attempt to see if your tonics would work? No, no. Uh, it was more the opposite. Kaisarlu came to me because I needed 
funding. I had built this place on my own and I was starting to run out of money. And he came to me and said, as long as I don't ask any questions, he would give me the money I needed to keep this place running. And all that he asked was that he be allowed to work in the basement. And that if any of the patients had died, that he would dispose of the bodies. I honestly did not know that when he said dispose, what he was doing. When did he come in and give you funding? About two years ago. Um, Nate, can I try to sense motive on his saying that he didn't know about what he was doing with the bodies? Sure, go for it. Not 20 on the dice, so combat's just going to go great. And... What combat? 28 all told. 28. Uh, He actually does seem very sincere. He seems like the last couple hours have been very eye-opening. I'm like... It's not that he didn't trust Kaisarlu, but it was a deal that seemed too good to be true, and now he knows why. <laughs> Definitely knows he fucked up. <laughs> Pretty much. And then the only other question that I have is just about ghouls themselves. Are they smart creatures? Uh, Otara, roll a knowledge religion for me. Okay, we are screwed in combat because I just rolled two 20s in a row on this stuff. Oh boy. Um, 25. So that's when Gotaro would kind of jump in and tell you that no, ghouls are not intelligent. They are pretty much not mindless by any means, but they're they're not problem solving. Like they're of average intelligence. Some of them can be a little better, some of them can be a little worse, but average intelligence. So can they when be... you say hold on, Nate, when you say average intelligence, do you mean like average intelligence for a humanoid? Or like bestial intelligence. Yeah, mechanically speaking, they're like a ten to thirteen intelligence. Or sorry, okay, eight, to, eight to thirteen intelligence. Like they're not gonna knowingly walk off a cliff, but they're also not going to be an engineer. So we're not talking Machiavelli, but fully capable of planning if they needed to. Well, they can reason and figure out, hey, there's something coming from this direction, I should go this um. way. Okay, so aware. Can they be controlled? Can they have like a leader? Um, With Gotara's knowledge, there are definitely necromantic spells that can control undead. I was asking Aaron in particular. Oh, uh, he would not know. He, okay. I haven't he says kind of, I haven't had much experience with the undead. Like I said, this was my first patient I've seen since I was a student. Okay. I mean, generally speaking, many any any an necromancer will find ways to control the front that he summons. I mean, that's how he was doing. His friend that was doing what he was doing with those zombies. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to figure out whether or not we're looking for a ghoul problem, or if the ghoul problem is just something to distract us. Not that we I, can't, we shouldn't fix it, but I don't know. I'm then, very it, un, very leery. And aside from the people in the sanitarium, have you, has anyone else ever come to you asking you about your ghoul research specifically? No, uh, as I said, this was the first patient I've had in years. Not not, not a patient, mind you, but has anyone, let's say like anyone in town, ever come by asking about your research? I didn't do any research into ghouls, but no, nobody's asked. So no one knew other than Kazaru that you were trying to cure ghoul fever? Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I as far as I know, the sheriff didn't even know what he was afflicted. Hmm. Okay. Keeps moving the ghoul on. All right, so Miniri's going to um, untie the professor and thank him for being honest. 
Bad idea. <coughs> Excuse me. Bad idea. <laughs> and bring him upstairs and put him in his room, but she's going to lock him in his room. Voldemort. <laughs> the door locks from his side. Uh, she'll sit on guard. I'll, I, I'll tell Gotara. She puts the key in the keyhole and breaks it. Yeah. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I think you could probably jam the lock if you needed to. Yeah, like, actually, can it. I jam the lock using disabled like, device? Can I tie it from you can tie it like from the outside? You can. There are also two windows in that room. I was just going to say, how many windows does this? Oh, so is there a, is there a, so I take that back. Is there a room? Can we hear him going out the window? I'm looking uh, for a room with a bed that has no window. But I'm with Master Splinter. Uh, the uh, give him a knife. The necromancer's room downstairs has a bed <laughs> and no windows. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to sleep in a dead man's bed. I'm trying. I'm oh. trying not to be a total jerk about this whole thing. Mary um, takes off the manacles, puts them back on. Hold on a yeah, second. Right? No, I don't want to do that. But I'm um, call until the guards arrive, then they can decide. Not your job. No, I know, but I'm trying to show good faith. I guess is what it. Maniri was alive. I know. All right, so we'll just put him in the necromancer's room for now. Okay. But he's untied. Oh, it smells in there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's not happy because he wanted to be in his room. So I know. Sure, he did. When when the waterhouse yeah. downstairs. When the um, the guards arrive, they can take care of you. I just appreciate you answering our questions, and Ooh. so I wanted to give you a small token of appreciation. I mean, he half-heartedly thanks you, but he and doesn't want to be in this room. I get it. Where, what are you guys doing? Gotara needs to go to bed. Yeah. Um, so Gotara needs to go to sleep. So I will stay awake at the top of the stairs. I'm at just the top gonna... of the stairs to the basement? Yes. Okay. So what I'll do, um, there are those empty cells for the um, for the two Lackeys, right? The, uh, the orderlies, yes. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take. There was one of them that was closer to the door to the um, the basement than the other, from what I remember. You want to take the southern room? Yes, I'll take that one. I'm going to leave the door open. I'm specifically going to tell Maniri, like, if something goes sideways, scream as loud as possible. Fair enough. Uh, Maniri's going to just is going to stay by the like the the top of the stairs and then just kind of like do every once in a while, like go outside and just like for at the front door, not going to go all the way around, but just go to the front door, just check to make sure that there's nothing overtly uh, alarming. And then, you know, just listen until the guards get there. Okay. Say a rat man shooting down the side of the wall. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say that couple hours into your watch, it becomes midnight. And you left Grace Sevilla's body in the middle of the floor. Yep. He now rises as a ghoul as you're making uh, your rounds. Yep. Roll for initiative. <laughs> I thought we took care of that. No, we you you put Aaron you put Aaron Haven in a cell. You never moved Grace. We you mentioned a kept, lot that we should burn him, but never actually did. Yeah, you yep. guys kept saying yep, you should, but nobody yep, did. We did. This is what That's happens cool. when there's a week in between sessions. <laughs> yep. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Remember, screaming like a little girl is a free action. Yep, that's exactly what Maniri does. So why don't we just say them out loud, just the two of you, what you guys get for initiative? 
I haven't rolled because I'm asleep. <laughs> well, no, you should still roll. I'll put you in there somewhere. I'm just going to give you a minus two initiative because you're asleep. Or delay you by a couple rounds. I haven't decided. Okay. Um, so that would be then 13. Okay, cool. So, Maniri, at this point, you have not noticed yet, but are you guys on the map? Did it work? Did I pull you guys in? Yep. Okay. Um, hold on. It has to you reload are. itself. Oh, oh, oh. So, Maniri, you're probably oh, yeah. walking around, just walking outside real quick, looking outside. Yep. It's Go your turn. Smoke break. Uh, Maniri's going to walk back inside and move 5, 10, 15, 20... 25, 30. Can she make a perception check now that she's in the room? Yeah, uh, you definitely see Grace Seville off of the ground now growling at you. Uh, he looks even more undead than before. <laughs> uh, Miniri's going to yell out to Gotara, screaming. Got to do something. <laughs> uh, you need to wake the fuck up! And... Oh, it smells so bad! Yeah, um, and then... Miniri is going to, uh, I don't know that I can do, I think I can do this, actually. Is this a thing? Miniri is going to spend her action to do total defense. Uh, if you move, you cannot. I'm pretty sure total defense is a full round, but let me double check real quick. Standard action. Oh, is it? Oh, perfect. It Maybe is. I'm thinking of something else, but okay. I just looked it up. Uh, so it's Grace's turn. He's going to come up yep. and he's going to try to make a bite attack. Yep, he is. 19? Miss. Okay, good. Very good. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Uh, Gotara, it is your turn. I'm going to say like three quarters of your movement is like getting up and being like, huh? What? Huh? Fuck. So, obviously I didn't sleep in my armor, but, and I was going to stipulate this before we went down this particular road, but she what, was What? Do you want some help in putting your armor on? I'm a little busy! Talking to God, not to you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to stipulate that my shield and hammer were nearby. So can I use the remainder of my turn to grab, like, the shield, my hammer and shield that I had, like, leaning up against the bed? Yeah, yeah, of course. And you okay. could probably move about 5, 10 feet. Okay, in that case, 5, 10 will get me. And that's exactly what I thought I was going to find. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you're out the door and you're just seeing this and you're like, oh, shit now. Okay, Maniri, round two. Yeah, Maniri's gonna hit it. <laughs> you can try. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I got him. Sure, his, I think his abilities got worse. What? Yeah, becoming a ghoul tends to do that. Might actually be a good thing for you. What might be a good thing? For, why is this not working? Oh wait, no, he was in a straitjacket before. His his AC was much worse. Ah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh. I look forward 20 to twenty-five. Yeah, that hits. I have to take off the. He's um, still not wearing the armor. new stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's still not wearing an armor, but his AC went up because now he's a ghoul. You still hit him by a good amount, though. Uh, fourteen points of damage. Fourteen points of damage as Maniri comes down with your cutlass, right? Yes. And slashes across. Cool. So slice across the chest, and it just knows. Notice now, who's is this thick black ooze? Yummy. It's now his turn. He's going to attempt to bite you again. And I'm going to parry that. If that's possible, I can. I would try. So you're gonna sing firework when he tries to hit, to hit you, and that can I do that? The attack? <laughs> Does it say it has to be a weapon attack, or is it just a just a melee attack? A melee attack when a, an opponent makes a melee attack against a swashbuckler. 
Okay, I was gonna say because it feels weird with the mouth, but sure, it makes sense. You can parry a physical attack. Yeah, I mean, you're just whacking it aside with your sword. Pretty much. So I need to make. Yeah, you parried it. Well, I have to make a. Nope, you parried it. You, you rolled, rolled a one, one, didn't you? No, I didn't roll a one, but damn close. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> roll high. Um, yeah. <laughs> must declare before performing a special parry. I'm pretty sure you beat it without rolling. Okay. Um, cool. No, I'm just trying to figure out the rules of the spell. So now I'm going to attempt to repost this. Okay. And I got a 16. 16 hits. Ooh. And that is an additional minus one, minus one, 10 points of damage. Nope. Nope. That's completely not right. 10 plus five is 15. Good. <laughs> 15 okay. points of damage. So yet another slash right across the side of his face. And now you see his jaws kind of slightly unhinged and hanging there. And more of this thick black ooze just keeps dripping out of his coagulated blood. Gotara, you're up. So... I am going to blow my last second level spell. I am going to cast Weapon of Awe. Awe. I said Awe. A-W-E. That's better. And then and I'm going to be move. us if there wasn't a George of the Jungle reference. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> her very much, but Gotara have to do it. I'm going to move right over here, and I'm going to kind of try to signal to Miniri to move over five feet. <laughs> Watch out for that tree. Okay. Watch out for that zombie. <laughs> Watch out for that avoidable situation. Okay, <laughs> round me. three, Maniri's up, because, you know... So Maniri's going to five-foot step. Ah, okay. Yep. <laughs> oh, look at that, you're flanking now. Yes. So now I don't have to get rid of the minuses from uh, leveling up. Uh, 25. Yeah, that hits. Uh, four... Nope. 13 points, sorry. 13 points of damage. This leveling up thing and then not being actually leveled up is really... Messing with my head. I told you that was going to be problematic for you on there. So, 13 point damage, yet another stab with the cutlass. And it just kind of like. Oh, sorry, like 11. A... 11. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. So, I'll add more hit points back to my creature. Uh, so, the cutlass kind of goes in like a thick, sturdy jello. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, that is terrible. Such a terrible way to explain that. <laughs> I, I felt that in my soul. Like, oh, Not awful. regular jello, sturdy jello. Steve, oh, you God. felt that in your soul, but he sure didn't. Oh. Oh. I, I have no more room for jello. I, I just know exactly the consistency you're talking about and like trying to cut into it. And it's just like. Ah, uh, that, that just feels weird. He's now going to turn around to Gotara, knowing that he can't hit Maniri, and he's going to attempt to bite Gotara. Oh, that actually might... No, it doesn't. I know you're fucking... Oh, great. 19? That hits. Oh, my God. I thought you were 20. Oh, thank Oh, I cool. don't have my armor on. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, oh shit. No. I thought you were 20. No, uh, Gotara! Yes! Roll me two fortitude saves. Okay. You are so excited. You're like giddy. <laughs> Okay, that's pretty good, actually. So, for the first one, that's 24. Okay, and the second? And the second is 18. Okay, you uh, you feel fine. As he bites into you, uh, you take three points of damage and kind of feel energy transferred in this bite, but you manage to stave it off through your passion of Torag. And it is now your turn. Guitar is feeling the need to return the favor. 
Okay, so how's 21 to hit do you? 21 will hit. Cool. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Like that red. I, I also heard like, the ah! <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Twelve points of damage. Twelve points of damage. So with that, you take the hammer across the face and smashes the jaw, and Grace goes down for the third time. Maneri okay. immediately starts dragging him out the door. I am taking, I am helping her drag it out the door, and we are lighting this fucker on fire. I take out my jewel pen and <laughs> him slowly. Me- meanwhile, Alfonso, comfortable in bed, just goes, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> hmm. and snuggles in deeper. Did, okay, we shit? drag him outside and burn him. <laughs> yeah, you could drag I'm him outside. It's great. <laughs> set the, set the body of flame. I'll cure myself. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's midnight. Are Dominic and Alfonso asleep, or are they drinking in the Rusty Tavern? No, no, no. We, we're, we're asleep. We got an early morning, so we are yep. comfortably asleep. And honestly, I don't know what happened, but I think she changed out the mattresses because this is the most comfortable bed I've been in, in a long time. I asked for an extra. I asked for an extra pillow. It's great, cozy. Uh, <laughs> I feel stronger, almost like it, if if we were in levels for some reason, as you know. People, people are races in this game. I feel like I leveled up. It's weird. And the worst part is, I don't get my undead frying spell until I pray in the morning. This would have been a five <laughs> second fight right. otherwise. I mean, here's the thing. You know, we obviously had our, our, our roast duck for dinner and our ale, and we had the low fire going. So the room is like really cozy, like that perfect level of comfort. I might actually, yeah, that, that's really kind of makes you feel better in the morning. The hearth okay. is a blazing. Yeah. So okay. now heading back to Maniri and Alfonso, or Maniri and Katara. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good luck getting back to sleep, bitches. I tell Katara to go back to bed, and I just stand outside watching. So it's probably closer to about 1230 now by the time you burn the body and get all done. I'm just standing outside watching the body burn. <laughs> yeah, good luck sleeping with all that adrenaline in the system. Yeah, right. Uh. Gotar goes to bed picturing Alfonso's hat on a spike. Okay. <laughs> so you all wake up in the morning. The only thing I'm going to say is, Gotara, by the rules, technically you didn't get eight hours of sleep unless you want to sleep in. But here's, I'm going to hand wave that for you. I'm just going to give you the fatigue condition. You didn't get your full eight hours. Here's the thing. For spells, though, I think with clerics, they just need to pray. They don't actually have to get the full eight hours. Yeah, but I think you it's need a to wizard rest. You still need to rest to be able to cast the spells. Right, so wouldn't Maniri also have that condition? Actually, more so? Yes, well, you would be. Presumably, well. at some point in the night, the guards we were waiting for showed up. Yeah, right. they would, but they're not going to show up till about 2 in the morning. Right. Maniri stays at least. Well, if you guys are getting up at 6 to meet them for 8 or even 7, you guys would still not get a full 8 hours of sleep. Yeah, no, I my that. understanding, Rob, with the, with the cleric is... You need to get your eight hours of sleep and then pray for an hour to be able to change. Mm. It's mostly like resting is being able to cast the spells to replenish spells. Right, but when you level up, don't we level up like the way you level up in like a video game and you get all your spells lost back? No, not always, no. But that's why I'm hand-waving that he's getting that, but I'm giving him the tired condition. Oh, okay. Here's the thing. I just double-checked. It only says that in order to replenish your spells, you have to be able to pray or meditate for an hour, which I would be able to do. It doesn't 
say explicitly that you have to sleep in order to be able to in order to be able to replenish them. I'm pretty sure that's a wizard thing specifically. I found it too. It says time spent resting has no effect on whether a cleric can prepare spells. I can understand being fatigued just because I was woken up halfway through the night and had to fight something, but it shouldn't impact my ability to cast. Unless I'm going on old 3.5 rules, Jesse. This is an eight-year-old post on Reddit, so take it for what you will. It is actually for Pathfinder. That's what it says. No, no, I'm I'm saying maybe my basis is the older rules when I played a cleric in 3.5. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't even remember. I'm going off of what I found in the book. It does not say you have to sleep. It says you have to spend an hour in prayer or meditation to get your spells back. Interesting. So that means the whole ring of sustenance thing kind of has no value to a cleric. But for a wizard, because I'm pretty sure a wizard, you do specifically have to sleep for eight hours. Okay, sure. Uh, I'm still going to say you're tired, though. Yeah, that, that's do we fine. Get all I wasn't our, disputing that part. <laughs> do we get our hit points back? Uh, yeah, you would get your hit points back. You would you would get your full level up, but you would add the fatigue condition to you. Yep, got it. It's there. Do the other people get their hit points back? <laughs> yeah, you guys are fully leveled up, and you actually feel wonderful. You had a great dinner, a great night's sleep. Ah, just so we get the well-rested condition, so we gain experience 10% faster. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, only for the next hour, though. Ah, let's go kill a ghoul or two. (laughs) Just start killing everybody in town. (laughs) (laughs) Think of the experience. Yeah, kill all the level one people. How much experience are you going to get? You kill enough of them, it may make a difference. Nate, I got a quick uh, question. Sure. Basically, I'm looking at my spell thing on Hero Lab, and it really just kind of fills out all of my uh, spells. Do, Do I have to prepare spells as a summoner, or is it more of a sorcerer thing where you just have access? No, yeah. Once you know a spell and you picked it at your level that you know it, that's a spell you know. You don't get to change spells. Okay, so you can't, like, you don't prepare different spells a day. It's nope. just... Once you learn the spell and you know the spell, that's probably rule somewhere for at each level you can change the spells known, but you can't change them on a whim like a cleric or a wizard. Okay. Oh, he can cast and... any spell he knows without preparing it ahead of time, assuming he has not used up his allotment of spells per day. So you're running off of um, sorcerer rules. Yeah, as long as it's in your spell book and you know it, you can prep that list of spells. Um, but it's not like Rob where he gets all the spells and goes, I want this one and this one and this one today. Well, that's why I have to spend an hour meditating, though. <laughs> right. Maniri, I lose all my uh, damage to my skill points for Sally, right? No, just one. It's one day per skill point. Son of a bitch. Unless you had a cleric that could cast Lesser Restoration. That'd be great. But who has if only those? you had whispered them to tell them to prep that. <laughs> we ran out of words. Miniri does tell the guards that... Yeah, the guards Ar- are showing up there hanging out. Right, yeah. that Aaron is downstairs, that he seems to have been cooperative. However, there was a necromancer. There was a... Th- like, kind of just very quickly... You know, you guys can do your own investigation if you want to. Here's some notes. Where are at upstairs? Do not go um, upstairs to see the pigeon on the <laughs> third floor with any sort of sharpened blade of any kind because he will go into a frenzied rage. You may no blades only. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, maybe no blades at all. Clubs maybe would be the better choice, and maybe you should talk to Aaron before you before you take him back to town. Have Aaron talk to your clerics that are going to be working with these um, fine people. 
Also, is there a cleric that can heal my fatigued condition? <laughs> is that a thing? Uh, no, they'd actually rather spend their resources on the patients. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's go. Are you so done? You guys are meeting at the Ashen Rise. Uh, question: yes. Before we head out of town, are there any clerics left in the church? Yeah, Father Santos is there. Oh Jesus! Ah, son oh, your favorite person. For the love of God, please do not talk to him. <laughs> Dominic, would you be willing to talk to the father to get um, him to cast Lesser Restoration on uh, Sally? I'm going to try diplomacy with the father saying that we need all the help we can get against a imminent threat and would appreciate his help. Sure. Uh, so um, I rolled okay, but I have a good diplomacy. I know that at least. Okay, that's a 23. 23. Uh, he's going to say, I would love to help you, but unfortunately, I do not have that spell on my repertoire on this day. Oh, that's valid. <laughs> it's it's because she's an outsider. It's kind of racist. We thank him for his time. We should get going <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he does give you a potion of healing, though, of cure light wounds. Aww. <laughs> Sweet. Wasn't yeah. that the same kind of potion that you tried to steal from him? The very same potion. <laughs> I didn't try to steal it. I was trying to identify it. He was just being a jerk and a hog. There's a difference. Okay. Saying I sense a sarcasm in the force. I put the potion in my minor bag of holding. Okay. So, Dominic and Alfonso, the journey to the farm brings you guys around the Long Coast Road. It should be about a four-hour journey at a uh, slow pace, but you guys, knowing that you're on a time crunch, kind of pick up the pace. Following oh, the road oh. is generally safe, but you all have heard stories of goblin attacks, wolves, and even the Sandpoint Devil. Following the, lo the Lost Coast Road south of Sandpoint, you walk past the rolling hills just south of town. To the distance to the west, you can see the Devil's Platter, the large limestone ridge, an immense limestone ridge that sits just outside the city. You walk alongside the ocean. You can hear the gentle waves lapping up on you. Follow the road. It's a pleasant walk outside of town. Continuing past the hills, you pass over the Cougar Creek River where you've been before. And going south, you can see the brine stump march in your distance. Just when you approach, there's yet another limestone ridge, not nearly as impressive as the previous, but known as the Ashen Rise. You continue south on the Long Coast Road until you encounter... Otara and Maniri on the road waiting. Uh, uh, while we're walking, just really commenting. God, it's a really beautiful day, and I feel <laughs> extremely well-rested. How about you? I feel excellent. I kind of aside quickly to Alfonso, I can't believe my spell worked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> I knew that spell would work. <laughs> so it was quite nifty to have a random booming voice <laughs> in the midst of an asylum at 1030 at night. It's a good choice. Yeah, you guys, you guys so, look a little tired. Which guns do you mind up praying to oh, last yeah. work? <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot one other thing. Uh, Dominic, can you roll a D100? <laughs> oh god. There's nothing Dead. good about D100. He got jumped by a bugbear on the way here. Yeah, we are. 27. 27. Okay, let's see what my chart says. 
roll a D8. Ugh. The weather is raining cats, literally cats. <laughs> no dogs. You know, it's no, funny you mention that. That's what I was having you roll for weather. And uh, it is raining. It is a light rain, kind of a consistent light drizzle. Pumping the cloak up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So, uh, weather conditions with a light drizzle. Everyone takes a minus two on perception checks and extinguishes all tiny unprotected flames, such as candles, but not whether we like it or not, <laughs> whether you like it or not. So you guys encounter each other. Uh, it's raining. What are you guys doing? Uh, you should have stayed in bed. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, my God. Definitely. The bed we had last night was amazing. Feels so well rested. I hope you guys got some sleep as well. Kind of like noticing their faces. No, it was an eventful <laughs> evening. Eventful. I mean, you, you just had to secure it. We sent the guys and just had to burn the ghoul. Doesn't sound that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So we did some of that. Oh God, you didn't burn the ghoul, did you? But so not in by the right order. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's done. Don't worry about it. It's done. It's. I'm just tired. But it's the message right. and the guards and everything else worked out. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the guards show up. The guards get the yeah. Those guys showed up. And what? Here he's just kind of like in a fog. I can't do that message thing again. By the way, that was the scroll from some time ago. Otara, who's maybe idea. a little bit more used to this, will fill Dominic and Alfonso in on what happened after we left. After they left, and we fill them in on what Why happened there. With Grumpy. Mm-hmm. The Maester. Dominic, maybe, maybe we so, don't tell him about our dinner. So <laughs> the man's name's literally Grump. Yeah. yeah. Either way, his son, you know, unfortunately, and many others were lost by if, undead. Yeah, the if little this were real gone. life, I'd be wondering who writes this shape. Right? <laughs> he's a Maester, of all things. Yeah, Grump was a little grumpy. Not gonna lie. It would be his prerogative, I think. Okay, do you guys continue on? Yes, uh, sure. I think so. Okay. Passing the Ashen Rise and continuing south, you're now getting into the fertile lands outside Sandpoint. Passing by many farms, you can see fields of corn, wheat, various orchards, and many root vegetable crops. But no people. Farmhouses sit in the distance, and the windows seem all shuttered up. Passing over a small wooden bridge over the Soggy River, you know that Hambly's farm is the furthest south and on the western edge of the Whisper. Whisperwood is a forest whose local legends tell about gnomes, pixies, and other fey creatures inhabit it. Stories are told of the rusty dragon, about travelers that enter the wood but never return. A little ways past the Soggy River, you must venture off the Lost Coast Road and onto a less-traveled farm. After a short while to the east, you can see the Whisperwood in the distance and a farm nestled right alongside the ridgeline. The Hambly Farm is known for their crops of elderberries. They grow in thick bushes that reach over 10 feet high. Thick, dense bushes grow in rows here over the landscape. Berries have long since picked and are gone, but the bushes remain as thick as ever into this late Lamashan, which is October. Thorns cover these bushes, making a nearly impassable thicket. Barely noticeable over the brush is the farmhouse and barn to the southwest of the farm. As you approach, you can see a scarecrow hanging from a set of wooden stakes. I will now refer you all to 20. Daenerys throws a dagger at the scarecrow. Don't let Maneri eat any of the berries. Yeah, so so, so elderberries, you said. Yes. Dead son. His mother literally smelt of elderberries. <laughs> it's the 31st of October, right? 
it is the last day of this lemma. Uh, yes. Is everybody on the correct map now? I think I yes. should. Have yep. I am in the void once again, but I'm sure it'll pop up eventually. Okay. I was Big map, right? Can't yeah. see much. Right. You should not see much. I'm going to fix that. Okay. Everyone's at least loaded in. Now you guys are staring at the void. The void. void. Better than the noid. Just us and the void. Better avoided. Void. Oh, it's a lot. Okay, so this is line of sight kind of thing. So what I'm going to do now is I would like you all to roll initiative, not for a specific reason, but because this map is so huge, I would like to put you all in initiative and run you through as you would. I had to zoom Can in. We say that it's hard to see the scarecrow. Nate, can we say that I summoned Sally before this? Yeah, Sally's on the map there. I assumed you had had her with you on the road. Okay. Oh no! I rolled the okay. worst. Let's uh, let's just go with this in the order I have it here. Uh, Miniri, what'd you get? A six. Six, cool. Dominic. Brutal. I rolled a four for a total of twelve. Well, Gotara. Five. Five. Awesome, Sally. Uh, let's start with Alfonso. He has a two. And Amazing. Sally Jesus. has a 19. 19. Well, there we go. Okay. Did I beat everybody with a sorry, four? Sorry. I, I rolled a natural one for a six. No, uh, Sally a has a 23. Four. Sorry, I forgot that her initiative went up this uh, level. Okay, cool. So while you guys are sitting there in this screen, Sally, you're up first. You see a scarecrow, like I said, in the distance. I don't know if you guys can see it on the map. It is very tiny. I'm going to try to ping it for you. I still don't have anything. Oh, Not here, you Rob. scroll to the middle? Yeah. yeah. I'm, all, I'm all the way out, and I've still got nothing. It takes oh, a long time hold for on. Nope. Rob got moved to some weird-ass map somewhere. I don't know how. There we go. Okay. And the scarecrow is like where the Habley far Hambly farm is? No. So if can you guys see where I'm pinging? Yes. Okay, so that is a scarecrow that you're seeing. The right. Hambly Farm is somewhere on this map. You guys cannot see over the thickets. You have to look. Like, you guys are entering the farm. This, this area is the farm land, but I'm saying the farmhouse. You can't. Let's split the party. Good plan. Yeah. I... I'm going I... with Dominic. Let's call him the good. desert. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't found shit. I, I guess oh, no. Sally will hold because... She doesn't really have any sense as far as what the scarecrow is. She's just kind of here. I guess can she roll a perception to sense danger? Would be my biggest thing. Uh, That's really what she would do. Um, and it's a minus two on perception, right? Eight. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, I'm trying to. All right, that'll be a twenty-one perception uh, for uh, any dangers near her. Twenty-one, you said. Yep. 21, I mean, you feel uneasy, but you don't really get a huge sense because that scarecrow that you can see is pretty far away still. All right, so Sally kind of lets out a little growl uh, and to let everyone know she's uneasy, but um, she'll move with the group. So she's more or less going to hold her action. Okay, uh, Dominic's up. Uh, I, I I know where the farm is on map, right? Uh, you have an idea. You can kind of see that. I don't know if you can see me pinging. Uh, it's off in this direction. How, how about this? Can, this direction or this direction? Hold on. I, I got to zoom in to see where you moved. Um, here. Oh, no, I'm pinging. So. Oh, 
Here or here? Is uh, it in the direction in of the Scarecrow? This direction. Oh, okay. Well, then he's going to use his movement. Um, I'm going to double know over here. And I'm going to start looking around for anything odd in particular. So like your tracks, a- anything odd. I, I want to make sure nothing surprises us while we're out here. Sure. Uh, roll it. Ugh, I got a six. <laughs> uh, you don't see any tracks in there or nothing of, you know, note. This is a farm, guys. Veneera, you're up. All right. Um, you guys Maniri... do see this scarecrow down here, by the way. Like I said, the pinging. Yeah, Maniri is going to say, I'm going to head towards the scarecrow juncture down below. And I'm going to... I don't know how... Ooh. Yeah, Nate, though I moved up, I, I don't see anything more in front of me. What you see is what you see. Because the things in front of you are all the thickets in the... Uh, where it's black is basically either woods that's so dense you can't see through to your north or directly south of you there is the elderberry bushes. Got it. No All right. man's land. So I'm going to move up this far. The 60 feet. I'm going to double move. And that's all I got. Map is huge. Uh, cool. Go Tara. Yeah, I mean, kind of on the same page. as. Yeah, area. a lot of it's going to be just moving. I just want to keep everybody in the shift so not everyone's running around the map. I'm kind of on the same page as Maneri. I'm going to double move my full speed to go check out that <clears throat> check out that fucking scarecrow and see what's up. Okay. Uh, Alfonso, you doing anything different? Um, Alfonso will he'll double move uh, to there right next to Neri and suppose Sally will then also move up. Okay. Uh, why don't we do the next couple turns in kind of a thing? So why doesn't everybody use uh, move one turn's movement. Go ahead and move yourselves wherever you want to go. I won't put you... I'll keep the order here, but I won't like make you move turn by turn, but everybody just move. What is... Thir- um? If you were to run, how far do you go? Can't run. I can't run. Oh, because I'm exhausted. That's yeah, right. normally well, I can. Four to- uh, three times if you're in heavy armor, I think. But okay, I can so- sprint. Like I have like a sprinter ability, so I was like, oh, I can run faster, but I can't. How many times are we doing this? Twice? No, just once. Oh, just once. Okay. I, I ran, so I moved a little farther. Got it. You ran so far away. Okay, so let's great. say let's say it's after that. Uh, top of the round, it would be Sally's turn again. All right. She's, uh, again, going to roll a perception to try to sense any danger. Specifically, since we're heading towards that scarecrow, she's going to try to see if she notices anything up with it. Sure. Ooh. Um, that is... 23. 23. Okay. With a 23, uh, you're looking at the Scarecrow. You're still a little far away to get any details on the Scarecrow. You're still 110 feet away. Mm-hmm. But you can notice in the distance there are two more Scarecrows down this. She again kind of growls and And you can see a fourth in the distance with a 23. Damn it, I've seen this episode of Doctor Who. And yeah, right. down this other way, this other pathway, you can see three of them. I don't know if you can see them on the map, so I'm pinging them for you. Yeah. Okay. Dominic, you're up. Uh, Dominic. Well, let's see how far this thing is. Uh, Dominic's just going to double move to the crossroads here and take another look around. Hopefully get better than a five this time. Yay. Okay. 15 total. Okay. So now, okay. The scarecrow that you see immediately facing you. Its head is facing down with the hat covering the face. The body of it's looking kind of meek and withering with the 
clothes that are all torn and dirty. And the same can be said for the one to the west that you see and the others. That- oh, Nate, I didn't actually move Sally because I just kind of rolled the perception. Um, yeah, you can move her. All right. I'm gonna... And then Manira, you're up. Unless Dominic's doing something with that. Uh, that's it. For- Manira's going to move her 60 feet. Gotara? Yeah, I'm going to try and follow. Okay. And Alfonso. Alfonso's also going to double. Okay. And top of the order. Crossbow. You're going to take out the crossbow. Okay. Sally's up top of the order. Um, it. She is going to move right up to that scarecrow. Do a perception uh, to see if she notices anything off about it. <laughs> Ooh, Sally. Come on. Um, That'll be a seven. <laughs> seven. Uh, to Sally, this looks like a normal scarecrow. She hasn't encountered many scarecrows in her life before, but from what she's heard of inscription, this looks like one. Are you telling bedtime stories to Sally about scarecrows? I guess. Reading the Wizard of Oz to Sally whenever, right. every night. Dominic, you're up. Uh, Dominic's going to mosey on over to this one halfway through taking out his bow yep. just to be sure. So halfway oh, through, so like back here? Yeah. Okay. And starts looking at that thing. <laughs> okay, roll me a perception. Alrighty. 17. 17. So even from that distance, which is not super, super far away, but you know, you're still what, 30 feet away, 25 feet away? Yeah. You can notice that this scarecrow, while it has the hat down covering the face and its body's looking neat, the chest is heaving in and out. Oh, hell no. I'm going <laughs> to shoot something. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> Ask questions okay. later. <laughs> and there goes one of our victims. Uh, free action. I'm going to say this scarecrow is breathing. <laughs> Don't shoot it. Don't shoot it. <laughs> People went missing, right? I mean, I can do non-lethal damage. The, the, uh, I'll hold my I'll hold my ground then. Yeah, Farm, Farmer Grump did in fact say, you know, the scarecrows came alive and killed everyone. So, you know. Uh, that's more what I'm worried about, but I'm happy to observe and report at this point. So I'll I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know if Gotara would have to yell for Dominic to hear, but you can hold if you want. Like you would I hear mean, it, but it would be you'd be yelling through. The- I and feel he's, like Dominic would still try and attack it, so that's what he's gonna do. I, you do what you want to do. I'm just saying your, your distance. You could hear Gotara, but it would be not like whispering. Yeah, but uh, I feel like Dominic's first reaction with his training would be to attack it. So. Rather than renege on that, he's going to attempt to do just that. Uh, I rolled a... Do we take any minuses right now because of the weather? Uh, I don't know. Not This okay. heavy of rain doesn't do anything to range attacks. Uh, 16 then to hit. 16 will hit. Roll damage. Can I determine it being non-lethal? Uh, not anymore. All right. <laughs> Here so we go. non-lethally damage with an arrow? That's nine points damage. Nine points of damage. Okay. So as you shoot the arrow and you do lethal damage, I'm assuming to the torso somewhere. Yeah. You hear the, the scarecrow. And blood start to slowly drip out. I feel like Otaro is probably right. <laughs> Maniri, you're up. Uh, what, what, is, what is this again? Uh, they're thickets of elderberries. So I think blueberries, but a lot bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, so Mary's just going to double move again because she doesn't really have any way to get over here to here because Dominic was yelling. Oh, there it is. Yes, uh, dynamic lighting. It's fun. Yes, I love dynamic lighting. Uh, and she's just going to hang out because she already doubled. Okay, Gotar is up. Unfortunately, I can't get that much closer, but what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get to that scarecrow so I can examine it and find out what we just shot. So move up 40 feet. Okay, Alfonso. Alfonso's going to run because he is well-rested now, potentially even over-rested right up here. He's going to do an examination of this scarecrow. Actually, I don't think he's going to get that. But, but he... <laughs> Coward! No, no, yeah. please. Yeah. Take a close look. Yeah. So he's going to take a look at that. What's I your constitution score? Don't don't worry about it. Let's get your head all up in there. My, 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 my con is... I got a plus two. So. Okay, no, you're fine. I was going to say, because a character can run for a number of rounds equal to their constitution score. Yeah. No, I do not have a negative. All right, he did a, a really perceptive guy. So okay. that with, with the minus two due to the weather, that is a negative one, which gives me an 11 perception. Yeah, this sounds exactly like the stories of scarecrows that you would tell Sally. Mm. If only uh, I had I, a leg! I mean, it just looks like a scarecrow to me. Okay, Sally's up. Um... All right, Sally will do her perception. Which was... Sally's convinced this is a scarecrow, so. <laughs> well, she rolled uh, 18 uh, perception to, I guess, is it alive? Uh, you don't seem to see that it's breathing or moving. All right, I'm going to do a playful nibble at it. You're going uh, to bite the scarecrow? Yes, playfully. Uh, sorry. Catch it, Nappa. Catch it with your teeth. <laughs> Yay! I'd say playfully, but um, she did not roll well. That'll be a 10 to hit. Uh, 10 does not hit. Somehow Sally missed a non-moving scarecrow. But, you know, it's good. She's going to try to claw it down. Just because, just screw you, Nate. Natural well, one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bite a big rock instead. <laughs> yeah. I. You know what? I'm not going to take my third attack. I'm just going to quit while I'm at it. So from the rescuers down under, when Joanna bites a rock instead of an egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm uh, glad I, I wasn't the only one picturing that. I'm doing amazing right now because this uh, this die is just fucking great. So it's Dominic's turn, but before Dominic goes, you're looking at this scarecrow here, and you can just hear it kind of. Asshole. So it just grunts and then randomly cuts out? Kind of. Dick, you okay. shot. Uh, Dominic's going to run over there putting his bow away. So if anything, he'll do non-lethal damage with his fist. But he wants to investigate what he just hit. Sure. Uh, roll me a perception while you're now standing five. I don't, I don't know that the squares are a little bit misaligned. So pretend that's what's oh, happening. Yeah. yeah, I'll move it onto a square. <laughs> uh, 14. 14. Uh, even with a 14, you can tell this person was alive when you shot them are they can they be healed <laughs> um they're currently dying so i'm gonna take that light cure, cure light wounds the potion i just got and summon it from my minor bag of holding uh sure it's gum or um or if i need it faster i can just use the wand yeah just... wand you gave me 
Oh, you well, either way, you did a so. movement in the standard. You can't do anything about it. Uh, all right. Well, free action. That uh, I need some help over here immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over here, I can't see you. Yeah, Miniri's up. Uh, I don't know what good Miniri's gonna do because she has to double move to get to you. But she's gonna double move and say, "What can I? How can I help? What can I do?" There are people, uh, scarecrows. Great. <laughs> Gotara, you're up. Uh, so. Hold on. You can only move First, 20 feet. A dwarf. dwarf. Oh, I forgot you were a dwarf. So I heard the cry of, I need some help over here, right? Yes, yeah. Okay, I just need to check one thing real quick. I don't think this is going to work. But Definitely going to bleed out before you get there. Yep. That's what I'm trying to avoid since we decided to shoot the thing. Dominic, you murderer. In my defense, I've had bad luck with a lot of shit in this game. <laughs> it's fair. You were being smart. Including, including, but not limited to touching water. So <laughs> that's fair. Maester Grump, I'm uh, I'm sorry to inform you, but the ghouls killed your son. Definitely. Maester Grump, your son wasn't dead until I killed him. <laughs> Bridges, too. Like, I think you should just avoid water. Oh, the bridge wasn't me, thankfully. Oh, I got to see Miniri struggle and almost drown in three feet of water. <laughs> thankfully, that wasn't me. Episode one Canada oh, swim. Sweet. Nate, no. Nate, you said he was dying, right? Yes. Okay. I can just reach him from where I am. I cast Stabilize. Stabilize. Okay. So with Stabilize, he's no longer losing health, but he is still negative. Right. But he's not dying anymore, which gives certain people who will remain nameless an opportunity to save his life. Yeah, I didn't do it. It's any. not my fault that I rolled extremely high damage. <laughs> it's not my fault I shot him in the chest. <laughs> It is Alfonso's turn. I guess hearing that that one's actually a person, he will go up to try to determine if this one is a person or a ghoul. Okay, First one, then the other. Oh, God. You and your fucking perception. 19. No, sorry. 17 because of the negatives because of rain. So I don't see how rain would affect your perception five feet in front of you. Can be the rules. Yeah, sure, because the rules are solid. And See, we live in a fantasy world where you have a summoned beast from another plane, and you're worried about rain interfering with your sight. Yes. <laughs> Let's not get unrealistic here. Honestly, I am still just thinking that he's the hunter from Rescuers Down Under, uh, Down Under, and just I didn't graduate the third grade for nothing. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, so really with a seventeen. It does not appear that this scarecrow chest is heaving in and out. Though you didn't see the other one, so you don't know how subtle or pronounced it can be. Um, it does come to a rapid halt when you shoot them. I guess he will poke it with his crossbow. Okay. Uh, you poke it with a crossbow. Seemingly nothing happens. Can I roll a heal check then to see if it's alive or undead? Uh, I think you're out of checks this round. You moved People and checked and touched it. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. I'm actually going to call it there for the time being, though, guys. We're going to pick it up on round six already with Sally going. But you guys have now encountered a couple scarecrows, one being alive, one indeterminate. Let's see what happens next time. Hey, Nate here, but you may know me as the GM. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, or review on whatever streaming service you are using. 
Your help can bring new members who are still lost in the forest. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Split the Party on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been a presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Rise of the Rune Lords Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time! <laughs>